Every spiritual tradition on the planet has some sort of end of times prophecy, a belief in an apocalypse that will end the world as we know it. In some traditions, only a chosen group will be saved from destruction, while in other traditions, the whole world will perish and the planet will start over, like what happened to the dinosaurs during the mass extinction event known as the KT event, which happened around 65 million years ago. But are any of these end of times prophecies actually true? And if they are, what will happen and when will it happen? And most importantly, what can spiritually awakened people do to navigate such challenging times? Of the many prophecies from around the world, none are quite as talked about as the end of times prophecies because of how frequent they are in virtually every culture around the world. Here are some of the most interesting to me. The Norse Ragnarok. Uh, the Norse Ragnarok is an apocalyptic prophecy from Norse mythology. It foretells a catastrophic final battle between gods and giants, resulting in the destruction of the cosmos. During Ragnarok, there are natural disasters, chaos, and widespread death. The world submerges in water and fire engulfs everything. Eventually, the universe is born and new life emerges from the ashes. The Book of Revelation prophecy. The Book of Revelation is the final book of the Christian Bible. Bible attributed to Apostle John. It presents a series of visions and symbolic imagery concerning the ends of time, also known as the Apocalypse. The book foretells the ultimate battle between good and evil with the rise of the Antichrist as a deceptive world leader. It predicts a period of tribulation and chaos known as the Great Tribulation, during which various plagues, disasters, and judgments will be unleashed upon the earth. The climax of the prophecy is the second coming of Jesus Christ, who will defeat the forces of evil and establish a new heaven and earth. The Maasai prophecy. The Maasai people in East Africa have a prophecy that speaks of a time when the world will be overtaken by darkness. During this apocalyptic event, the traditional values and customs will be forgotten and a new world will emerge marked by significant changes in their way of life. The Islamic prophecy. The Islamic tradition includes the belief in the day of judgment when the world will end, the world will witness cataclysmic events and all souls will be judged for their deeds. The Shinto prophecy. Shintoism's end of times prophecy involves the concept of Yamata no Orochi, a fearsome eight-headed serpent that is defeated by a hero figure and this signifies the restoration of harmony and order in the world. What I find fascinating about end of times prophecies is that they are present in virtually every culture in the world and they all seem to follow a structure sort of like this. There's some sort of upheaval filled with natural disasters or a war between good and evil. There's an evil figure that grows in power and then eventually a messiah or a bodhisattva that comes to the rescue. Good wins over evil and a new cycle of rebirth happens. Now, the million dollar question is this, are end of times prophecies really true? The answer is yes and also no. To me, end of times prophecies hold some truth and we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but they also ended up getting distorted by religious dogma or by lower levels of consciousness on the planet thousands of years ago when they were first originated. In lower consciousness, everything seems like a war between good and evil because when we live in what's known as 3D consciousness, there's a focus on polarity, on good and evil, right and wrong, and so forth. And then religion came in to present a hero figure that would save the world, but you would only be saved if you worshiped that particular hero or messiah. But this is all wrong to me. I don't see these prophecies coming true in the literal way that's presented in many traditions, but let's go deeper into what actually is true about them and what part of them is happening right now. 
Before we get back to the rest of the video, I wanted to let you know that our new community and coaching experience, Heart Alchemy, is now officially open. Heart Alchemy is now offered as a year-round community experience that includes bi-weekly live coaching calls, exclusive video content to help you go deep into healing and breaking free from any challenge in your life, community forums to meet others going through spiritual awakenings, first dibs to book limited access one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me, the ability to connect and book calls with fellow community members and meet your soul tribe, an extensive library of meditations and activations, support from our world-class coaching team, monthly energy updates, and so much more. This new year-round community experience has been designed to give you continuous support and also to help you connect with like-hearted people who are going through the challenges of a spiritual awakening all over the world. Click on the link below to join us in Heart Alchemy, and I hope to see you there. We are seeing an increase in severity of natural disasters on the planet. Hurricanes are getting stronger, ocean levels are changing, temperatures on Earth are also changing. There's also an increase in upheaval energy with mass protests, institutional chaos, violence, health crises, and political polarization. So this part of the old prophecies is true. But this upheaval isn't happening because of some antichrist or another evil creature. It's happening because the energy is ascending in vibration, which means that more light is coming onto the planet. More light means that shadow aspects in ourselves and in society at large will come to the surface to be seen. The light won't let anything hide anymore. A real world example of this was when famous Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein was arrested for sexual assault and harassment that spanned decades. His disgusting behavior in Hollywood was well known and established for years, but suddenly something happened and women started coming forward with their accusations finally putting him behind bars. This sparked the Me Too movement where other men were also brought to justice for similar behavior. And this pattern of rampant sexual misconduct didn't come up to the surface randomly. It was the new light coming onto the planet that forced these shadow aspects in our society to come up and be seen. The same is happening for other shadow aspects in our society that were previously festering below the surface and not seen. As more light enters the planet, this upheaval will continue as long as there are hidden shadows to be seen, and this is so important in our evolution down here on planet Earth. But this doesn't mean that the world is going to blow up or we're all going extinct. It's not really an apocalypse in the literal sense. It's just a deep cleanse and healing work that we're all doing as we evolve into higher dimensions of consciousness. So the upheaval is temporary and it's being precipitated by the unconditional love of source energy, not by any evil creature. The deeper way I interpret the end of times prophecies that talk about a great war between good and evil is that it's really just what's known in spirituality circles as a timeline split between 3D and 5D reality. Spiritually awakened people are holding the light more right now and are conscious of all that's happening, understanding that this is a phase in human history and that it's a call to inner work, to healing and to up-leveling our consciousness. So they're tapping into a higher timeline called the fifth dimension. Unawakened people are splitting into a different timeline where they're not understanding the call to inner work or to wake up. They're staying in the third dimension timeline. And because this split in timelines is so pronounced and the intensity of light entering the planet is so high, this is causing major disruptions to spiritually unawakened people, leading them to disconnect or dissociate. In essence, it's getting really hard to be unawakened on on the planet. So when a person doesn't wake up, they often disconnect from reality because they don't really know how to cope with these new intense energies. 
I've seen this happen so much lately. I've come in contact with many people who I used to know really well, and many of them are so disconnected that it's actually hard to have a normal conversation with them. I don't know if you've been experiencing this, but it's like a part of them is not here. Their eyes are even glassed over, like something has died inside of them. This specific split in timelines is happening right now, and it's going to get more accentuated. But this doesn't mean that unawakened people are lost. Each day, every single person on this planet has the opportunity to wake up from the sleep of unconsciousness. And when that happens, they also jump timelines to a higher one. At some point, there will be enough people in the new higher timeline, and that tipping point will trigger the dawn of a completely new era on Earth, which I think is happening within our own lifetime. So I don't see this new era coming because of the second coming of a prophet or a messiah, but rather as the conscious awakening of each one of us on planet Earth. We're all the prophets. We're all the ones we were waiting for, not some savior out there. That disempowering and victimizing worldview is coming to an end. With all these changes and massive split in timelines, what can spiritually awakened people do to survive these times? I have three tips for you to follow. Tip one is understanding. Just knowing what's actually happening right now on planet Earth is so helpful to calm your system down if you feel like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. When we have meaning and spiritual understanding on what's happening behind the scenes, we can live one day at a time with more peace and patience. So listen to your favorite spiritual teachers that are talking about these end of times with a lot of love and ascended energy, and this will help you stay in the spiritual know. Tip number two is to stay connected. Stay connected to like-hearted, awakened people who are reaching into this new era, doing their inner work, and focusing on a vibration of love, not hate or fear. This has been huge for me. Yes, you're going to get challenged by third dimensional timelines that are steeped in fear and anger and chaos because we all live in this material world too. But remember to stay closely connected to people who are holding a high vibration too. When you have a primary high vibration group that you're connected with, it makes it easier to also face the denser world out there because it feels like you're stronger together. Tip number three is to keep reaching higher. Yes, we still live in a material world, so we still have contact with 3D reality, but we can also hold higher vibrational energy within us at the same time. Get really good at having a daily spiritual practice that helps keep your vibration high. Maybe it's meditation, yoga, walking in nature, deep breathing, praying, energy cleansing, whatever your spiritual practice may be, do it daily, especially when you feel bombarded with dense 3D energies. Speaking of reaching into higher dimensions, check out this video here about a really high 10th dimensional energy that's also pouring onto the planet and how you can download it into your body.